welcome to the Mod Squad first ever horror show. Joining me as always is going to be the Godfather, Big B Cholo, and the Bam Tender. Y'all want to say hi? Hey. Hello, everybody. Hi. All right. Got a hell of a show for y'all tonight. This is not your usual Mod Squad. Uh, warning right up front. Um, this is going to be for mature audiences only. There's going to be a lot of language, a lot of gore, a lot of all of the things that we all know and love. Um, so to get us started here, first thing that we want to get into is going to be horror news. We've got a couple of things that we want to cover. So first things first, James Wan is merging his production company with Blumhouse to create a horror movie empire. How are we feeling about that? Check it out. Check it out. Really quick, just to let you guys know a little bit about uh, Blumhouse. He's responsible for these movies here. Mama, The Purge, um, Get Out, ha uh, Happy Birthday to Me or to You. I mean, all, all you guys recognize Happy these. Happy Death Day. Happy death, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. <laughs> and then James Wan's responsible for the Conjuring universe. But on top of that, he's also responsible for the Insidious universe and the Saw universe. He was the first writer and director for the first Saw movies, produced all the other. He also has done the two Aquamans in Fast 7, the movie where Paul Walker passed away and that was just a tough shoot. And I think he, he did an awesome job on that. Love James Wan. So what I'm trying to say is Blumhouse and James Wan together, because James Wan used to be with the uh, uh, Warner brothers, but I don't think they upped them when they sold it. And the, the new company that bought them discovery, I think something happened there with James Wan and made him want to leave. But just going with Blumhouse would be awesome, man, because they're the two big horror guys right now, if you ask me. So that's how I feel about it. I'm excited about this. I'm I'm excited to an extent. Uh, I hope the the quality of the movies don't suffer. You know, um, with with uh, especially with like the Saw movies and and uh, you know a lot of the Blumhouse movies they've been made by. Um, lesser known names and with lower budgets and now, you know, merging these two big companies, I hope the budgets don't get overly bloated and uh, the quality of the movies don't uh, suffer, you know, because especially the Blumhouse movies, I love Blumhouse, uh, Happy Death Day. Those movies are, are so much fun. I can't wait. I, I hope they make a third. Um, I like the Saw movies, you know, uh, for the most part, we saw like all of them in theaters. So, I mean, there's definitely a positive there that, you know, these two great minds in horror coming together, they can put out some really good shit. I'm hesitant, but I'm hopeful. Yeah. Yeah. They're low budget movies. You know, they're, they're predominantly low budget horror movies in, in both of those companies. And yeah. they've, they've grown a lot and I hope they don't get too big for their britches is what I'm saying. I agree. I agree. Now, I'll, I just want to throw my two cents in. I think, like, when it comes to the Saw movies, like me, I'm a big fan of the gore, okay? I like Saw, Hostel, you know, The Purge. I, I love like Hostel, the gore. Yeah. That is that is my bread and butter right there. And as long as it doesn't take away from, as Brandon was saying, as long as it doesn't take away from the quality of those movies, 
Um, I'll be excited as the now the this reported merger is it supposed to happen before or after the next Saw movie? I'm just curious. The next Saw movie is actually in production now. They started like two weeks ago, so this it's got to be after. It's going to be after. Yeah, because I know they've got a reported release date of October 27th of uh, next year. So right before Halloween is when the next Saw is supposed to come out. So that's one thing yeah. I've been missing is is a new Saw movie every Halloween. Like I remember when right. the first like I, you know five oh. or six Saw movies came out. They came out every year. And that was what we looked forward to everywhere. That was something, I, I know I've told this story a bunch of times on the Mod Squad, but that is something that me and my kids did. We, were, we yeah. went to, and yeah, they were young, but they got into the Saw franchise with me. Oh, every year, we would watch them all up until the new one, then go to the theater. And then like the next, next October, we would watch all of them again and then watch the new yeah. one. So it was just something we did. And, and honestly, like Brandon said, I, I do miss that. Yeah, I definitely agree. I feel like as long as we don't lose the quality of the movies, like I think the merger is going to be a good thing for the horror genre in general. Um, but yeah, just don't want to lose uh, lose the Blumhouse movies because those are some of honestly my some of my favorite movies that uh, that I've watched lately have been all Blumhouse. So definitely agree there. Uh, so speaking of Saw, we also have some news around the new Saw 10. So Shawnee Smith is actually in reports um, to maybe come back to the franchise for Saw 10, which is interesting. Um, she obviously played Amanda in the earlier films. Um, how are we feeling about that, y'all? I was talking to our friend yesterday, and I, and I was telling him about this, and they're all, but she died in like yeah. part three. And I'm like, well, Toby Bell's back too full time. And they're yeah. like, well, how's that possible? I'm like, well, the Saw 10 is supposed to be in between Saw 1 and 2. So it's basically Saw 1.5. And it's gonna, and so they're both alive in that. But I was also telling them, I bet you anything, there's something's gonna happen in that to be, for, to have them able <coughs> to go after 10. Like there's gonna be like a, another secret person helping them or something. And uh -huh. then that they're probably hoping that that person will carry it on because they can't keep, I mean, going back to them because they, they did die. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I hope the story doesn't, I mean, the, the Saw storyline has already kind of gotten a little convoluted over the years, especially yeah. once you get past like the third and fourth one and they start bringing more people in that were involved in it. And I hope, uh, I hope it doesn't get too confusing and, and too convoluted because it, it's kind of already gotten there. For me. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Well, I was just gonna say. I mean, at least I was very happy to find out when they they picked a director for this new Saw movie. It wasn't somebody new to the franchise. It was you know, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, Gruder Kevin, is uh, Kevin Gruder. Kevin, yeah. The uh, I think it was Saw the final chapter in Saw Six. So he's been in the, the franchise and directed it before. So I was very happy that they did that. He was the editor. He was the editor in two, three, four, and yeah. five, and he directed six, and then was forced to do seven. But that's another story. But um, yeah, I, I got happy too when I saw he was coming back. Yeah, I think right. I think it'll be uh, I think it'll be pretty good. I'm pretty excited about it. Um, I've been real big on on Saw forever. Uh, in fact, that's one of my Grail autograph items that I've never been able to get is to get the saw blade signed by Tobin Bell. I have not received one and found one yet, but I'm still looking because I want to add that to my collection. 
that's badass. Uh, so kind of going a little off topic of where we wanted to be here, but how did we feel about Chris Rock being in the last movie? You know what? I liked it. I like. I, I was too. gonna. I was gonna say I like Spiral, and I thought Jigsaw was okay. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's because I'm biased because I love the Saw movie so much, but I thought it was okay. I, I liked a little bit of comedy in the beginning and how it unfolded. I thought I was okay with it. I really was. I've watched like- it several times since. You didn't yeah, like I it? don't mind seeing like some of these, especially comedians, like branching out into horror. Like, who knew Jordan Peele was such a freaking horror genius? Yeah. But uh, yeah. exactly, but exactly, Spiral um, was extremely predictable. I knew what was coming like right away. I was like, oh, I know exactly how this is going to end, and that kind of missed for me because Saw the Saw movies are not supposed to be predictable. Like the first movie, I still remember watching the first movie and having my mind fucking blown when when he stood up and got up off the floor. So mm-hmm. Spiral for me totally missed the mark. I didn't hate like the acting, like you know that was all good, but the story was wasn't it wasn't there for me. I think that's something that we see a lot in horror films these days is predictability, and it's because like everything has been done, like they've yeah. done it. So, like, and for a lot of the movies. They show yeah. a lot in the trailers, too. They basically give yeah, away the Yeah, yeah, trailers now. totally ruin movies nowadays. I fucking hate trailers nowadays. Uh, there is a formula for a lot of horror movies. You know, they follow the same tropes and everything. A lot of that stuff you see coming a mile away. It's those, it's the 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 ones that, that catch you by surprise. Those are the ones that you remember the most. Very true. All right. So... That brings us to our next stop on this journey. Uh, we're going to do a little bit of mail call show and tell. Do you guys have some stuff you want to show off? Who wants to go first? Yeah. Brandon, you look like you're excited. Just do I it. am excited. Uh, I will go first, if nobody minds. I got a pretty yeah. big haul last week um, after Black Friday, and uh, I got some pretty bitching stuff. Uh this this thing well here I'll, I'll start with this i got a richard break uh so i just watched 31 not that long ago for the first time like a, like a few weeks ago and i i liked it it was it was pretty awesome so i was pretty stoked to get this richard break uh doomhead autograph it says i ain't no fucking clown so that's pretty bitchin nice. um, I, I like that it's a scripted band it's pretty bad yeah that is uh, i got this awesome awesome tom atkins uh, Halloween three <laughs> autograph, which like I'm super stoked about. I'm a big fan of Halloween three. That's a little uh, different yeah. too. Yeah, I got a Tommy Lee Wallace uh, Halloween autograph. These are all like custom prints dude, too, so they're pretty cool. Uh, not only that though, got, dude, they're pretty badass. Uh, the way those signatures are and everything. Yeah, they're pretty really? good, right? Uh, this one, this one, I got. I already have. A number of of Ari autographs, but this one is with Adrian King uh, from the original Friday the Thirteenth, Alice. So I, I was pretty stoked about that one. And then I've got this one is oh God, I can't remember the dude's name, uh, the creature from uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon. It's like Ricardo something. I can't remember the dude's name. Favorite uh, color is green. I love the green in that, man. 
yeah so. it's pretty it's it looks good right it pops really well yeah that that's something that i've always liked is when they when somebody when somebody's signing something does something in a particular color that yeah. is great you know and yeah. i know skeletor is not horror related but the first time i had it done was when i had my skeletor funko pop signed you know and he signed it in purple you know i was right. you know i was like i was blown away you know this was right. years ago i was blown away by that going you know what that's awesome yeah that is super cool yeah i it i think the yeah the 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 color that you get on the autograph uh on the print it it really it really matters a lot like a lot of people take it very very seriously i put i tend to put a lot of thought into it um also when i when i'm getting autographs uh this is one that i didn't have before that i didn't know i needed um and i'm super stoked about it because i'm a huge fan of blade i got this oh that's great how fucking cool is that I didn't know Very how badly cool. I needed this autograph until I got it. I was that is like, great, jumping That's up and down cool. a little bit when I when I pulled that one. Uh, I got a pretty dope numbered uh, custom print uh, Nick Castle Halloween. Uh, this is like an eleven by seventeen. It's like metallic. It's kind of hard to see in here, but it's like a metallic thing. And it's the scene with Laurie in the closet. You see Laurie down here. But yeah, it's that's pretty dope. And then the last thing I have to show off is a signed prop. Another one that I didn't know I needed. Now I've got a number of Nick Castles, but I think this is one of the cooler props that I that I have now. And I love signed props. But it's signed by Nick Castle and PJ Souls, Linda from uh, Halloween. She signed it totally. It's an actual like legit phone like it's the exact same model phone that up, michael myers uses to strangle uh linda in uh the first uh halloween movie and it's like, like it's like a, a working freaking telephone i just like, i uh, just want to plug it in to see if i can get a dial yeah. tone. <laughs> yeah. no, i know i i thought about that too i def i have there's a plug in my wall right over here i don't have a landline though so i don't know if it'll even give me a dial tone I mean, right. I know those rotary phones are before y'all's time and everything. It's a legit 40-year-old uh, phone. Uh, this thing weighs like a good 15, 20 pounds. So, you know, oh, uh, yeah, I definitely I use this as a weapon if I needed to. So, <laughs> anyways, that's my haul. I had a pretty good uh, week last week with my horror collection. I have <laughs> plenty of Nick Castles and PJ Souls as well, but that is something I think I need. Right? That's yeah, it's up. pretty good. I got yeah, something. So, Brandon, when you said that, the only thing I could think of was the black phone. Have you yeah. seen that movie yet? The black yeah, phone yeah, yeah. where he takes oh, yeah. the phone at the end and fills it with sand. Yeah, that's what oh, I was thinking man. of when you were showing that phone off. And you said you used it was as a weapon. <laughs> oh, you totally then, could, too. Because, yeah, I yeah. mean, it unscrews. Yeah, you could definitely. Oh, man, this thing is fucking awesome. Check it out. Another another Blumhouse movie right there, though. The Black Phone was from Blumhouse. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Black Phone was bitching. Good tie. Good tie. Good tie. Who knew yeah, that Ethan Hawke was, was going to be like the next like king of horror? You know, like he's yeah. done some awesome fucking horror roles. He's done that one. And then uh, Sinister, he was really good in that one, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Sinister, um, the first Purge movie, right? He was in the first Purge movie. 
Yeah, the um, if you guys know me, you know I'm a huge Todd McFarlane fan. I like his love his work. Started collecting um, his stuff in the early '90s. Uh, got some Spider Mans he did. Well, I I'm really big into horror, and I have a huge horror collection. I'll actually put it up right now. It'll pop up. If you want to see my horror collection after this, click that. But um, here's one piece that I wanted to share today. And it's from the Six Faces of Madness. Move this. It's Elizabeth Bathory, signed by Red on with Red paint pen. That's dope. I like the way. And that's legit. That's super yeah. cool. And I'm an inbox collector, so this is freaking. I don't know how old this guy is. But yeah, he um this is that's one of my awesome. favorites. Yeah, that's super super cool. I really like her. Yeah, she's a <laughs> she was wild back in the day. <laughs> we'll learn more about her later. Is <laughs> <laughs> that it for you, Felix? That's it for me. All right. So mine is an older deal, and um this is something I got from Bam years ago. And this is my favorite collectible I have, horror-wise. Uh, John Kaser, who was the voice of the Crypt Keeper. And this was a limited signed edition of, I think, 250. And I absolutely love this. Uh, I actually had this on my desk at my last office. And people would come in and ask me questions. And being in the military, uh, just point to this and say, this is the last private that asked me a stupid question. So, and that's how I'd explain it. But um, this is my favorite, you know, my second favorite, of course, is my Arya Lehman signed mask that I have back behind me. So I do love that. But John Kaser is my favorite. I love it. Um, I actually have a nice eight by 10 that's autographed by him as well now. Just trying to figure out how I want to place both of them on a wall now. So I was waiting. I have the uh, the cleaver that, that Bam also did signed by him. I I had the skull and the cleaver, and I actually sold the skull uh, and kept the cleaver. So yeah, the cleaver is pretty big. See, the the cleaver is awesome, but I mean, I've got you know, I got like my a Brad Laurie knife. You know, I have yeah. a Brad. I don't know what I'm going to do with a Brad Laurie knife. The only thing I can think I of have... is if an intruder breaks in, I can cut them. I mean. Yeah, I, I have a pretty large horror knife collection that I'll have to show you that what I did with it is pretty cool. Well, if you don't have Brad Laurie, let me know. I got this knife. I'm well, willing have, to. A little behind Brad. the scenes here, a little behind the scenes. Um, <laughs> not to get into, you know, too much uh, with, about Bam, but Bam actually had a customer that was upset because the skull wasn't real. I shit you not. <laughs> They want a real skull. It could be real. Yeah, I mean, the the size—it's tiny. It's tiny. Could be, you know, could be real. Yeah, not just a little upset. Like false advertising. I'm gonna contact the Better Business Bureau. Upset. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) How could it be false advertising? Because if I if I remember correctly, they didn't say what it was going to be. It was a signed item. 
Honestly, yeah, I, I don't remember. I, I'm really good about remembering no, stuff like that. I'm pretty sure that far back with the with the expansion packs, that was that was earlier on with the expansion packs. Those ones were. That's why I got both of them. I got the cleaver and the skull because I knew yeah. that, that, that two different items. All right, so I guess I'm last on the list here. Um, my stuff is not as cool, but this is something that kind of touched the child in my heart a little bit. Um, so we have these what are called crypto villains. Um, and them. it's basically just like almost like 8-bit, just a bunch of stickers. And I will say that the Scream one is probably my favorite. Everybody That's knows dope. that Scream is probably one of my favorite franchises literally ever. Um, I still am waiting to get Skeet's autograph. It's something that I absolutely have to get at some point, but I haven't had the chance to get it just yet. Um, but here's the last few. Uh, not Michael as cool Myers. as everybody else's. I but... think that is. I need one of those for my laptop, man. Um, I those, are, have, yeah, those are super cool. I actually have an extra Chucky and an extra pinhead. Uh, so Chucky. depending on how these shows go, maybe these will be thrown in as a special with our first giveaway if we end up going live shows. So that'll be cool. Um, not as cool as everybody else's, of course, but it's something that I uh, I really enjoy. I I'm kind of a child at heart, so. I like it. Next thing I want to talk about, um, we have something exciting happening tomorrow. We're doing a live watch along for the movie Stay Alive. Uh, this movie was released in 2006. Uh, fun fact, this is going to tie into something that we have already talked about uh, that is to be discussed. Um, but the first thing I want to do, I want to go ahead and show the trailer so that we can talk about it a little bit. All right. Let me get this pulled up for y'all. All right. Here we go. Play this new game, man. Yeah. Seriously, it's creepy. I don't think I've, I've, seen, think I've this. seen this. If you haven't, you're missing out. <laughs> I remember watching, I remember this, watching this years ago. Years ago. Stay alive. Never heard of it. Yeah. Yeah. This could be nice. Sweet Sebastian Bach, I want to play. Miller, you signed in yet? I'm here. All right, let's boot it's it up. The name of this game is Stay Alive. We don't know much else other than we're not supposed to. I have Frankie Frankie Muno. Good old Frankie boy. I love him in this movie. Oh, what's that? What's that? Damn, my man, she got me. Some, some, some woman, man. Hey, somebody out there? Miller, who are you talking to, man? You play the game too long. You know, you start seeing stuff. Hello? Miller died the same way he died in the game. This can't just be a coincidence. I think you're right. You serious, man? Listen to yourself. Don't you get it? If you die in the game, you die for real. Is anybody out there? Hey. Oh, 
games become a reality. My God. I had thought yeah. I'd seen it before, and no, I haven't seen this one. I had I seen something. I've only watched it the one time, so I'm actually I am looking forward to rewatching it. That's pretty fun. Yeah, so I know that there's two of us that have seen it at some point. Honestly, this is one of my favorite movies. I've probably watched this 30, 40 times uh, since wow. its release. But um, for the two that have not seen it, what do you guys think of the concept of bringing video games into the horror realm as far as movies are concerned? I think it's great. Um, they've done they've done it in the geek realm before, you know, Ready Player One, so on and so forth. Uh, you know, you lose your stuff, but you didn't die. If you died in the game, you didn't die in the real. And uh, I think that's a really cool concept. I'm excited to see the movie. Um, my my inner realist, of course, says, just don't play the game. You can't die. I mean, just <laughs> that's just my thing. But you know, I'm I'm we'll, excited. We'll see how it um, unfolds. Maybe they had already played it before they figured that out. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited to see it. Uh, I can't wait. To be honest, I thought it was another movie I recently saw, maybe about a year ago. I don't remember the title to it, but I've seen something very similar, and um, I really liked it. And this one, I thought it was that until I just saw the trailer, and the trailer made me excited for this one. So. Yeah, can't wait to watch it tomorrow night. Yeah, I definitely will say um, I'm not going to spoil anything because nobody likes spoilers, right? Yeah. Um, but there's definitely some things that happen in here that you wouldn't necessarily expect. Um, so I'm super excited for you guys to see it for the first time. I'm super excited to watch it again, especially with all of our BAM friends. Um, but what do you think, Brandon? How are you feeling watching I it again? I, I, it reminded me of when I watched it. It's been probably 15 years since I watched that movie. Um, and I remember liking it when I first watched it. So mm. I'm stoked to revisit it because I love rewatching movies. I, I mean, growing up, I had a box full of VHS tapes that I would rewatch the same ones over and That's over. That's all you watched. Yeah, I have a bulk of yeah, them. I I watched. We, were, we, we didn't have a whole lot of money. I, I wasn't going to the movies that much. Uh, and uh, so whenever I did get a new a new movie, it was it was kind of a big deal. So I watched a lot of the same movies over and over and over again. So I'm looking forward to rewatching this one because I forgot how good the cast is. Uh, and I, I love early 2000s movies because, I mean, I was that's when I was in high school, yeah. um, mm -hmm. you know, and, and fresh out of high school. So that brings back a lot of good memories. All right. So speaking of stay alive, um, we want to do a segment with you guys that's called On the Real, where we talk about real life serial killers and kind of their stories and what they're known for. Um, so fun fact, uh, stay alive is based around the female serial killer Elizabeth Bathory. Um, she's super prolific when it comes to female murderers because she's like top tier 
She had like 650 kills. Um, she was also a key influence of the novel Dracula because of the way she handled her victims. Um, a lot of her victims were as young as 10 years old. Um, they were all female. Just to get into some details here, again, this is a 18 plus stream, so beware, there are going to be some details coming forward that I'm about to talk about that are not for all audiences, but she liked to beat, mutilate, starve, freeze, all kinds of stuff with the victims that she had. Um, they would be burned with tongs, some of them would have pieces of their faces bitten off, um, but what she's most known for is the fact that she would bathe in the blood of her victims um, yeah. as a way to keep her beauty and her youth intact. Um, hence why she's in a bathtub in the uh, little figure that uh, Felix has got going on over there. Um, she did murder in upwards of 650 women and girls. Um, so very prolific as a female murderer, probably the top murderer that we've seen of the female genre. Not that it's a good thing to uh, to murder people, but I'm, I'm pretty proud that she's number one on the serial killer list. Uh, you don't see that very often. What do you guys know about her? How are you feeling about her influence on the Dracula movie or the Dracula well, novel? I, I completely, just to put this out there, completely support women's rights. Good for her for being <laughs> up there on the top of the list. I do. Um, She's a true feminist. I mean, hey, more power to her on that. I mean, I'm just, I'm just curious if that whole bathing in virgin blood to keep her youth was working. Because, you know, as I get older, I'm thinking, Botox or virgin blood? I mean, which one do I want to go for? Yeah, we all need next ideas. Not ideas, no. On the real, yeah, I know about her. I'm obviously about that. 20 years ago, she tripped me out when I found out about what she did and how many people she had to kill to fill up a bathtub. And I knew it was a lot, but 600, damn. I didn't know it was that much, to be honest with you. Yes. she. Uh, her numbers right now are sitting at 650. Obviously, that may not be inclusive of everybody. That's just the ones we know about. I don't think it would take 600 people to fill up a bathtub. Maybe three. No, that's a couple of bathtubs. Yeah, that's maybe, a few. <laughs> maybe three or four people would fill up a bathtub. Fine. I don't know. I don't know. I will, hey, I will Google, do the math. I will let you all know next show how many how many people it would take to fill up a bathtub with blood. You know what? Let's guess. Let's just guess. I want to say 10 or 13. I'll go with 13. Lucky number 13. Okay. No, I I'm gonna go with like I'm gonna go with seven, um, but I'm gonna do the math. I'll figure it out. And I'm gonna end up on some watch list somewhere, and then they're gonna say, "Hey, your security clearance has been revoked because you're looking at this." <laughs> so we'll find out. We'll Ginger? find out what happens. Mm, I I know that there's more blood in the human body than most people realize. I don't know. Yeah. I'm gonna say five people. Five. That's my number. Brandon? Lucky number five. Seven. Seven. I was going to go seven also. Okay. Yeah, seven. 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 13. I was way too quick to that number, but seven. Yeah. It's like he knows things that we don't know. <laughs> hey, I just want to say, you know, you know, Brandon and I being the military guys, we both picked seven. So maybe there's something to this whole thing. <laughs> 
I think they have a little bit more know-how on the old blood situation than most common people do. <laughs> Can I change to 11? 11? That's a lot of people. Why is it 13 in the first place? <laughs> I'm sorry. I had, to, I had to look at your brass knuckles there, uh, Felix. I had to look at them. So. Are those the zombie killers? Yeah, they are. Yeah. They're not brass knuckles. They're paperweights, okay? Paperweights. They're paperweights, paperweights. yeah. Prop. Uh, I uh, I definitely may have worked in a head shop in my day, and that's also what we had to sell them as was paperweights. They are not brass nice. knuckles because brass knuckles are not legal. So, yeah, <laughs> or belt that's buckles. That's that was the other thing. They put like a little notch on them to make it a belt buckle. <laughs> <laughs> so Felix oh. has got our next graphic pulled up here. Um, again, as a warning, <laughs> this is an 18 plus stream. The next um, segment that we do may involve some videos that not everybody is wanting to see. Um, so make sure that we keep that in mind going into this. But we're going to talk kill of the week, y'all. I'm so I'm excited. I'm super excited. <laughs> so up. I don't know how many of you guys have seen Terrifier. Let's talk about it first and then I'll show the scene here in a second. How many of you guys have seen Terrifier? Everybody? I need to yeah. see them. I, I need to see them. I haven't seen either of them. And I hear oh. so much about the second one. I, I'm like there. I, I need to see it. I, I just want to say that the screen is divided with the people that have, have not watched and the people that have watched. That's how the screen is divided right now. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I have not watched the second one. I still haven't gotten a chance to watch it because my mom was You're missing for out. the last month. My mom was visiting for like the last month and I just never had time to watch it because she was, it's not something my mom would want to watch. I've seen the first one a number of times and I've, I've seen the other movies uh, featuring Art the Clown. So I, I cannot wait to watch Terrifier 2. It's definitely. Maybe we should watch two and the next watch along. Maybe yeah. we'll put a watch along mm -hmm. together for that. Let us know in the comments if that's something you guys would like to see as a Terrifier 2 watch along because we can definitely make that happen. I will say, without spoilers, because I hate spoilers, Terrifier 2 made me nauseous, which is saying a yeah. lot for as much as I love horror. Um, but there's yeah. a couple of scenes in there that were a little nerve-wracking for me. But it just makes it a fun experience to be able to watch these shows and be able to see all of these things. Um, the graphics and stuff like that are just beyond belief. So, super excited there. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a huge uh, fan of horror special effects, like practical effects. Practical, I, I, yes. I think... I think I fangirl out more over like Tom Savini and somebody like that and Greg Nicotero than I and and you know Rick Love Baker him. than I do most actors. Like those guys are my heroes in the horror genre. So the the gore like it it makes you uncomfortable and queasy. And that's what it's supposed to do. Yeah. And if it does that, then that means that they did their job. And I that's why I love I love like eighties horror especially like. It just doesn't get any better than practical effects in 80s horror. Mission accomplished. Yeah. Very true. If it makes me queasy, it's doing its job, I like to say. <laughs> One final warning before I play this clip. If you have a queasy stomach, if you're not into gore, 
I would step away now. This is for mature audiences only. Um, it is censored to a certain extent uh, due to nudity, obviously. Uh, but <laughs> I know. Save the boobs. <laughs> this is <laughs> free the nipple, y'all. Free the nipple. All right, I'm we're gonna a, go. I'm a proud and loud proponent of free the nipple. Hallelujah. Very true. Very true. Uh, I like that we have some uh, some people in here that are very, very, very supportive of our feminineness. I love it. Especially I love it. I don't even know what that means. Especially in horror. <laughs> Especially in horror. Felix know doesn't know, but that's okay. Means, he can just stay in his corner. Man, I'm sick. Fuck censorship. That's what it means. Yeah, no shit, dude. Like, <sighs> women are amazing. Let them be them. It's that easy. Yeah. Agreed. All right. Agreed. I'm going to go ahead and pull up this clip. Oh, man. And so we're going to get started again. 18 uh, plus. Shield your children's eyes. Do not watch this if you have a queasy stomach. And away we go. When you first heard me, I didn't get anything. That's that's Is this part one obviously, or two? This is part one. This is obviously yeah, not the entire one. scene, but it's all the yeah. clips of this scene kind of put together. Um, yeah. So, how are we feeling about the gore that is Terrifier, y'all? It's so good. It's so good. I watched that first one with my wife, and she's not a huge horror fan, but even she was in, impressed with like the practical effects, the special effects in that movie. Like they did a really good job of making that believable. Oof. My mouth Very was open much. the whole time. I, I yeah. literally, my mouth was open. I was that was that was a trip to see. To be honest with you. Yeah, um, Rex, we can't hear you, buddy, but... Oh, my God, I am muted. <laughs> hey, I was trying to avoid the echo effect, so I muted my stuff. So, all right, Sorry so now I'm that. Hey, no, no, I love gore. Like I said, Saw, Hostile, Purge. I love the gore portion of it. So, I think me and Terrifier, I think we're getting along just fucking fine. I, I, I need to see him. I need to see him. That actually made me want to see him. Yeah, so one thing I want to talk about, um, a lot of people who have watched Terrifier have the comment of it doesn't have much of a storyline, um, which, who needs a storyline when you have kills yeah, like that? That's my opinion. It has it has enough story to, to keep the movie going. Mm -hmm. It really does. You don't need a whole lot of story for, for this kind of movie. Yeah, with horror, one of my big, like, pet peeves with horror movies is when they add in, like, fluff to the movie to mm -hmm. make it longer. And it's well, like, why are itself. you adding all of these things that we mm -hmm. don't need when we're here for the kills? We're here for the gore. Yeah. We're here for the blood. We're here for that. Yeah. Like, we don't need a whole storyline to carry us through. Like, this is what right. we and want. That's what's cool. <laughs> yeah, and that's what's cool about Terrifier is they introduce art the clown they introduce his victims and then he kills them 
and that's it. Like that's all you need. Yeah. Like it gives you it gives you a setting, it gives you a killer, and it gives you the victims, and it gives you a shit ton of awesome uh, practical effects. This movie's fucking cool. Yeah, like I said, fl- fluff, fluffers suck. I mean, yeah. they do. I mean, so, there's got to be a hair story in there. Got to be a hair story in there. The army guy would know. So that's one thing that I really liked about Terrifier is it really gets into the nitty gritty of like it's just gore, it's just murder. It's like, and and, and that's why I like it so much. And it's yeah, yeah it's it's a it's grimy a fucking movie. Yeah, like it's the setting. The way it's filmed, it's super grimy. Like it, you're uncomfortable watching the movie the entire time. Very much so. But isn't that what horror's all about? In it's the best way. In the best way possible. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Fun fact. I know I say that a lot, but um, the guy who plays Art the Clown, and I'm sorry that I can't remember his name off the top of my head. He is actually going to be at Texas Frightmare Weekend in May of 2023. And I'm going to go down there and see him and I'm going to try to get one of the uh, photo shoots that they do with him where I can get a picture with him and he's in full costume. I was just going to ask that. Is he in costume? That's badass. Yes, he's in full costume and I'm super, super excited. Like even if I don't get the photo shoot portion, like I'm just excited to meet the dude that is Art the fucking clown. Yeah. Yeah. Like he is scary and he doesn't even talk. Like yeah. He's just scary the way he approaches things, his mannerisms, the way he acts. Like, it's literally yeah. terrifying. Well, that's the name of the uh, movie the almost. <laughs> I think that yeah. they uh, they picked a good name for it, Terrifier. I like it. We got our last segment here. What's in the box? <laughs> What's in the band box? What's in the box? <laughs> I still have that prop. From years ago, I got it right there on my screen. I don't know if you can see yeah. it. Yeah, I it's still over, have it's it over there. <laughs> yep, yep. I've yeah, never opened one. Head. You showed him, Rex. That's what's in the box. Surprise. That's what's in the box. <laughs> I had to open it when it came in. So, how are we feeling? About what we've got to offer as far as franchises in this box. We've got Universal Monsters, They Live, 31, and of course our vinyl sticker for the month that I'm super excited about is going to be Chucky, of all things. Uh, personal yeah. favorite of mine. How are we feeling about the options for franchises this month? I'll be honest with you, I think Chucky is actually, I'm, I'm looking forward to that sticker. It's going on my yes. laptop for sure. Yeah. Um. I think out of all of them, They Live is probably the one I'm excited about. Not because I know what it is, just because of the movie itself. Out of all those movies, I love it. yeah, I'm a huge Chucky fan, but I love They Live as well. Yeah, that's one of my favorite uh, '80s movies. Period. Like, like Rowdy Roddy Piper and Keith David yes. in that movie. Yes, it's yes. It's one of the, the longest fight scenes in any fucking yeah. movie ever. <laughs> yes. I'll just to get him to put on the fucking glasses, like all he had to do. It's so, but he, yeah, I, that's why I fucking love Keith David because he just refuses. He's like, no, fuck you, I'm not putting on these fucking glasses. Oh, it's so good. I am so stoked for they live. I cannot wait. I am the. I love, uh, I love different options too. I, I do, but that's the one I'm most excited for. Oh yeah, no, they live though. I to me is the best franchise out of that group, in my opinion. 
yeah. and me being a child of the eighties. I mean, I mean, come on, Rowdy Piper. I'm here to yeah. chew bubble gum and kick ass, and I'm all out of bubble gum. Yeah. Best line ever, yeah. ever. I in have movie to agree. Movie. I have to agree. I mean, it's just amazing. I mean, he did such a great job. You know, rest in peace, Roddy Piper. But damn, I mean, you know, it was great. Yeah. I loved it, and uh, he is just that whole movie was just amazing. You know, especially you know, obey, and you know, you see all the signs. Yeah. You have the glasses on, and all the subliminal messaging that goes on. It was to me, it was ahead of its time. Because oh, now, yeah. I mean, you know, they, you know, it's really out there on what a lot of movies have, you know, like product placement and so on and so forth. Yeah. To me, that movie really pushed that at that time well, yeah. frame. Back in the days, that was way ahead of its time. So, right. And it lived. I am so happy. I, I, I don't know yeah. if it's going to be the art print, the pins, the autograph. I don't know. I'm just excited that they live is included in, in, the, in the lineup for this time. I will say I have a soft spot in my heart for Universal Monsters. Um, I'm going to turn my camera just a little bit so that y'all can see. Um, but I do have the Universal's art print, um, Universal oh, Monsters, awesome. sorry, art print from uh, BAM. But we also bought this right here um, at dope. Frightmare Weekend this past year. Um, so I do have a little bit of a soft spot there, obviously. So I'm super excited for that. I'm curious to see who we end up getting as an autograph, where our art print lands, and where our pins are going to land for the month. So super excited there. I'm I'm always excited with Bam though, and then hopefully when the next in the next show or two, we'll actually like what's in the box. We'll actually cover. Hey, we're doing a box opening, and we'll be able to show what we've got. That works. Yeah, maybe do some trades like between that. among us. So, yeah. yeah, and one good thing about the mod squad, as you guys know, um, we take your opinions into consideration. If there's something that you would love to see on one of our shows, let us know, obviously, in the comments where you're feeling. If you want box openings, if you want more trailers, if you want more watch alongs, more movie reviews, wherever you guys want, we're willing to give you uh, to make y'all happy there. But, that about finishes up what I've got on my list here, y'all. Y'all liked it, let us know. If there's something you want different, let us know, and we'll go from there. Down in the comments, make sure to leave us a like as well if you liked it. We appreciate y'all taking the time to watch us. Here's to y'all. <laughs> I don't have a shot. I got I got Sorry. Sprite. Yeah, the, the Godfather is brought to you by Appleton Estate Rum tonight. So there you go. <laughs> Smearing off vodka for Christina over here for Ginger. Jameson. <laughs> All right. Well, don't forget the watch along tomorrow or Saturday if you're watching this on Saturday tonight. And uh, we'll see you there. Hey. Mahalo. Bye. All right, guys. We'll see you later. Bye.